everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, your mom, joined as always by your dad. Hi. We're joined in a complicated, intertwined dance of technologies. It sure is. I'm, <laughs> I am completely baffled and overwhelmed by the various devices. There are three cell phones and a computer involved in this recording. That I know of. <laughs> I, think, I mean, and like a whole podcast set up in my house. Ridiculous. So, yeah. I am in the Keys. Dear Dad is in DC. Yeah. We are apart for a couple of weeks, but we still, we are professionals and we still podcast. It's over 100 in DC, by the way. Yeah. You know, I was reading something today and like the record high ever recorded in Key West is like 97. It has never been over 100 degrees. Yeah. What'd they say about Miami, right? It's never been in the single digits and it's never been in the triple digits in Miami. Yeah. Ever. The the historic low in Key West is 41. They have never recorded a frost in Key West. Never, ever frosted in Key West. Wow, I'd be, I'd be a good place to be an orange tree. Can you imagine it being 41 here, though? Like, we don't have heat in our house. <laughs> we, we were there, what was it, two years ago, and it got down to in the 60s. It wasn't even 60. And it, people it, had oh, sweaters yeah. on their dogs. Yeah. It was cold. I mean, it was maybe in the high 50s overnight. It was like when the polar vortex, the polar vortex, was like in the rest of the country, and it pushed some cold down here. So it was in like 59 overnight, and uh, no heat. It gets chilly in the house. I don't think the dogs needed sweaters, though. No, no, but still. <laughs> no one was actually in danger of hypothermia. <laughs> the thing is, like, if you live here full-time... Mm. There's no reason to have any clothes that would keep you warm enough to live when it's in the 50s. Like, you can't go out in shorts and a tank top and flip-flops and be comfortable in the 50s if you're used to it being in the 80s literally year-round. Yeah. You're freezing. You don't even have good shoes because you're, like, used to flip-flops. Yeah. You don't need. You don't want to have, like, warm shoes. Like, people here have, like, maybe a pair of jeans because long pants. I mean, how many people wear long pants who aren't tourists? down here like nobody no it's too hot all the time speaking of which dear dad yeah. so uh i went out for a run today a long run today of course you did yeah and uh so like a three-hour run and uh, it's interesting so you know i i would always tell people like oh you know it's hot and humid in dc it's hot and humid in florida like who cares where i spend the summer but it's a lot more humid here so the dew point in D.C. is like 65, which is considered oppressive. And the dew point here is 75, which makes a big difference. So even though yeah. it doesn't get as hot, it feels really hot all the time. And I think that's surprising to people. So I was out for my run today. And I mean, I, you know, I left at like 1230. So like really the height of the day, I'm out running for three hours. And... Uh, I was about an hour and a half into it, and I was coming up sort of towards Baby's Coffee, which is Dad's favorite coffee place down That's here. That's awesome. They, they have chickens, <laughs> and uh, it's a real independent local place, very keezy, and uh, I know they have a refrigerator case, which is all I wanted, like to refill my water, and I was like, I think they have a Gatorade in there. I'm going to get that, and so I'm running just along this stretch of Route 1, there's nothing between kind of our 
neighborhood and baby's coffee. There's several miles of road. Yeah. Lizards and water and mangroves and that's it. And uh, so some dude who is heading northbound on Route 1, which is the side I was running on, I was on like a little path. He had pulled off on the side of the road, which is fairly normal. People will do that here and just like walk down to the water and fish. Uh, But he was still in the car. So the driver's side is facing the water away from the road. And Mm -hmm. I'm coming up on him and he's like facing into his car and all of a sudden no pants dude 100% <laughs> naked he's standing there and I think he's trying to be discreet because he's got like the driver's side door open so like oncoming traffic can't see him and he's on like you know he's kind of tucked into his car so traffic coming from the other direction can't see him but I can see him perfectly 100% naked standing in front of his car I think he was putting on shorts he took off a pair of jeans totally naked Maybe and I'm he like was just hot I'm like, the dude clearly doesn't know I'm here. Yeah, that's awkward. I'm running. Like, I don't want to make him feel self-conscious because he seems like he's trying to disguise the fact that he's changed. He looked like he was changing clothes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got my headphones in. I wasn't listening to anything. But I'm like, I'm real focused on how hot I am anyway. Like, I don't care about this naked dude. He's not a threat to me. Uh, I'm just going to pretend like I'm real focused on my running and didn't even notice him and just run on by and uh, not say anything. <laughs> like he'll eventually know I'm here because I'm running like five feet away from him. So I'm just going to ignore it. And uh, so I passed him. And when I was probably 10 feet past him, he was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, <laughs> that chick saw me naked. I didn't even acknowledge him. I'm like, I could have my headphones on real loud and not even know that he spoke, and we're just going to go with that. <laughs> pretend that didn't happen. Don't make conversation at that point, I think is right. Do not need yeah. to talk to the naked guy. I mean, don't I don't know if know he was dressed he, at that point. He don't was naked even know why he did the excuse me. That That probably was not his finest move either. I mean, I was thinking about it, but it's like, he didn't mean to be naked in front of me. He didn't want anybody to see him. And then he's like, oh, fuck. I just like basically flashed this chick. I mean, I only saw him from the back. Uh, but, you know, it's a fine way to be like, sorry, I was naked in front of you. <laughs> I guess. Or he could have just crawled into his car and closed the door. <laughs> kind of I know. Coward. Coward. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was an interesting little tidbit. But I was thinking, and I'm like, he nice. was wearing long pants. He probably was like driving and just like, screw this, like getting these long pants off. It's hot out here. Yeah. Putting some shorts on. I'll do it on the side of the road because everyone does everything by the side of the road because it's one road and it goes everywhere. I mean, uh, he is the first naked person I've seen out in public in Key West, but I find that sort of surprising. (laughs) You know, like there's plenty of people we see where it's like, if, if you're like, that dude was naked, it would be like, well, I'm not shocked. Yeah, and you know I, mean, I mean, no no shoes, no shirt, no service rules are sort of made for places like the Key West where it's close. You got to tell people. People are yeah. close all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen in Minnesota because, you know, people have a shirt on because it's freaking cold. Yeah. But not in the Keys, man. No. So uh, so that was interesting. I, and I just texted GR yeah. Dad. I had, this is the first time he heard this story. I just texted him like once I was safely away from the guy and i was like and go 
I just saw a 100% naked guy. <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later, he's like, what? I'm going to need more details. And I just like texted the thumbs up emoji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're unfortunate. I mean, it says it, it's sad, but a naked guy, meeting a naked guy while you're running is, is in some ways preferable to meeting a clothed guy. That's yeah, true. The naked guy's less likely to accost you. Yeah, there's not much he could do. Yeah, he's very vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people driving past, so he could have bolted after me. But one, still could have outrun him even after an hour and a half. Uh, Two, plenty of people would have seen a naked dude chasing woman down the road. Oh, that is such a conk life story right there. Pretty sure come to my aid. Yeah, right? (laughs) So uh, anyway, so that's that. trying to think if there's any other updates we have new air conditioning here in the keys because our air conditioner was not quite keeping up with the weather so uh we had some super nice dudes come install my new air conditioner they were wonderful they loved the dogs i was telling your dad that like uh they had come by to quote it like last friday and then they installed it on tuesday or no they came on sunday and uh and it was like the owner of the company and a dude that he's training and they were all like loving on the dogs and super nice. And then, uh, the same kind of, I don't know, assistant guy came on Tuesday along with, uh, like another installer guy. And, uh, hang on a second to your dad. There's like weird sounds coming from the outside. Is it a vink? It sounds like a chainsaw. That's, weird yeah not good well if anyone uh if the chainsaw gets real loud in the mic call the monroe county sheriff for me i don't know what that is anyway i can't uh, i all my phones are in use for this call uh, i have no capacity (laughs) (laughs) if a guy with a chainsaw breaks in feel free to uh, stop video or stop audio recording on the second phone and use it to call police you have the home phone though you have a third line i do have it should want me to call you on that (laughs) (laughs) no no call the police on that oh 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 oh, if the chainsaw guy breaks in the house um yeah i got it but yeah anyway so like air conditioning guys came and they're kind of like in and out of the house because they're checking the outside unit and then installing a thing inside and uh when they got back from lunch you know, of course, all the dogs run up every time they come in the house and they're like watching him welding. Jasmine's standing in there while they're welding. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Zero fucks. Like I hear this like, and I was like, oh, they're welding yeah. in there. And Jasmine just standing there looking. Uh, when they came back from lunch, everybody came to the door except Queso, who doesn't stand up unless it's really necessary. And uh, Necessary to her. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, I mean, she decides. Yeah. All right. The sound is still going. I bet it's the mosquito sprayer. Oh, the county Remember mosquito that? peoples? Yeah. They ha- there's like this big truck they drive around that sprays this fog that kills mosquitoes. I bet that's yeah, what I, that is. I'm all in favor. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, hopefully not a guy with a chainsaw. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so the AC guys came back from lunch. Everybody's at the door except Queso, who's just laying in her spot looking. And uh, the guy who's doing the main installation, he's like, well, I've got to come over and pet you too. And so he like comes over and pets Queso. And I was like, total winners. All these guys, super like polite, respectful, very fun to talk to. One of them's going to listen to a murder podcast. 
We were talking about random Florida Keys murders. They were very nice. So, That's an amazing interaction. I think it's nice to have nice people doing stuff in your house. Yes. And I, like the level of professionalism is mixed in the Keys. Some people, like our fence guy who does the landscaping and stuff, super professional, really on top of his stuff. The people that we had plumbing, uh, went through the fridge we weren't here but we've got like cameras in the house that we have on when we're not here going through the fridge like commenting on the stuff that i had in there and uh, you know it's just like very unprofessional and uh upsetting yeah so these guys were great yeah nice and now you have a good functioning air conditioning Yes, it is way better than the last one. And they installed like these UV lights that are supposed to kill pet dander and like keep the air cleaner. And they're like, it won't smell like wet dog anymore. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. That would, this is a good test with yeah. the with the, the squad. Yeah, we put a, a lot of uh, taxation <laughs> on our, our yeah. unit. Uh, we also have a good vet now. I think I mentioned I took... Vink to the vet for her hotspot, which is all healed up. She's out of the cone now. Um, and the vet's super nice. And so Riley is going there tomorrow to get his blood test and his blood pressure checked. So we won't really have any update on him because they got to send that out. But uh, yeah, that's good. But th that's up in Marathon. So it's like an hour drive each way. But it's fine. Yeah, across the bridge, the big bridge. Yeah, Seven Mile Bridge. Uh, but yeah, so Riley has started on his immunosuppressants. He seems okay. He doesn't seem like super happy all the time. He looks like he feels a little bleh, but he's looked like that before he started the medicine. So it'll be interesting to see what his levels are. Uh, Vink's out of the cone, which is good. Though it's weird, like today I was trying to get him to go out before dinner and Vink would like walk three steps and then sit down like mm -hmm. over and over would do this. And like, it was weird. And I was like, well, something's wrong. I hope it's not a serious thing. And I was like checking her paws and you know, like, does she have a little spiky in there or something? And all I found is that she had a ton of like knots on the back of one of her legs, which happens because they swim and then like you can try to dry it off, but it definitely kind of makes like little, little dreadlocks. Yeah. It's exactly what it's like. And, uh, and I was like, I don't know if that's the thing, but like those need to come off. So we had a little session and she's so good about it. I just like put her on the couch and like flipped her over on one side and, uh, and cut off all the knots, which ended up being 80% of the fur on the back of one of her legs. Uh, of course she has so much fur that you can't even tell that it's missing, but she's been fine since then. So maybe it was like pulling weird, you know, she'd like take a step and one of the mats would pull weird. <laughs> like, I, it's like, I check it every day or two. And then this stuff comes up. I cut so much fur out of those dogs because it's just like, you have a knot. I'm just going to cut it off. Yeah. And they seem fine. They seem fine. Yeah. Uh, you got to talk yeah. about Vink and the booties. Oh, yeah. So uh, we were, someone was tweeting at uh, Blair Braverman in Quince Mountain about, oh, so Blair had tweeted this really lovely thread last week about, how like all the dogs bodies are different and and how it's wonderful and can make you feel better about your body image it was really nice it went sort of viral 
And uh, Adam Savage of Mythbusters had retweeted it with a comment that was like, this is just such a great thread. And Quince, who's Blair's husband, had invited him. He's making, Adam is making a show now where he like does crazy builds of stuff, uh, kind of a Mythbusters spin-off-y thing. And he's like, hey, if you ever want to build like a crazy dog sled, like come out and we'll take you for a test ride. And Adam's like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, I love all these people. This is great. And someone's like, uh, can we have Venkman go to this test ride? And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, Venk would have to ride in the dog sled. She absolutely could not pull the dog sled. and no, uh, she, she wouldn't. Yeah, no, and Blair was like, uh, I'd love for Venk to have her first sled ride, dog sled ride. And so now I'm trying to figure out, like, what's a good time to take her up to Wisconsin because it'd be real cool. Holy uh, mackerel. I think a good time would be the winter. Perhaps. I know, except they're like in Alaska part of the time. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. we could do it like after the Chicago live show. But it's, I mean, they're like four and a half, five hours north of Chicago. So it would really add like a couple days to that trip, which I'm not sure we can do. Uh, or, you know, if it would work for them even. But anyway, I was like, got to get Vink's snow dog <laughs> booties out, which Blair had sent us like over the winter. And Vink loved him in the winter. And they live here in the Florida Keys. And Venk was, she was just so happy to have them on last time. So I got them out and put them on. We went down to the beach and like took some pictures. And she's just like, I look so cool wearing my snow boots. It's so and, weird. Yeah, she uh, doesn't do the like pointy feet thing at all that other Oh, she thinks do. they're great. She loves them. <laughs> so weird. And then she came up and she's like, now I'm going to take a nap. Like got up on the couch with her little booties on, oh, so which is the picture I tweeted today. And is just passed out. Yeah so like isn't trying to chew them off or isn't trying to pull them off i mean this is not she loves them not standard dog behavior she's like now i see why you guys wear socks (laughs) this is great (laughs) and and i eat them yeah Mm -hmm. okay vink sock eater so that was that was pretty cool (laughs) uh vink could not pull a dog sled but it's okay no she she's a good i'm sure she'd be a good rider (laughs) yeah but they have you have to keep an axe in the sled, apparently. Like that's a rule. There has to be an axe in there. Whoa. And I was like, you gotta keep Vink away from the axe. <laughs> Is it why? To cut off a dog if they get tangled or something? I why think it's probably axe? for like if you need to build a shelter or like a fire or something. I you know what? We gotta talk to Blair, I don't know. Yeah, they're the experts and we are defiantly not. I just I know it's a requirement. You gotta they have like a checklist and when you come in they they're like you have your axe and if you don't have it you get like disqualified wow yep Mm. what a what an activity i don't even want to say sport it's like better than a sport yep yeah um so yeah that's that and so that's kind of all the dog updates um our conclave story is we almost got a sixth dog that was not a golden retriever because we were both <laughs> reading Conk Life and they have a, I don't know if it's once a week or multiple times a week, but they've got a little column called Rescue Tales, uh, <laughs> which is from the Florida Keys SPCA. And they have like little stories about the dogs. And I don't usually read most of them, but this one was about a dog, a, a German shepherd named Ramen. So food name, real good, like food name dogs. And uh, Raman had like 
really serious allergies and his people couldn't take care of him and they'd like take him to the vet and the vet would prescribe all the stuff that gets prescribed for that and they'd kind of do it for a few days and stop and then his skin would get infected all his fur had fallen out and uh, so eventually he got turned over to the SPCA and uh, and he's like eight and a half years old and just has like the sweetest sweetest looking face and uh, was he was he German Gold? No, he was German Shepherd, right? Purebred German Shepherd. Oh, he's seven. He had like a, he had like a big, weird, kind of chow-looking face, though. He's got a big, beautiful face. Yeah, it was very beautiful, but it didn't look like what I think of as a pure German Shepherd. But fine, fine, fine. He was a good-looking young man. <laughs> well, he's not all that young, which maybe is why he looked different. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and he's like his ears were infected all the time, and. His oh, furs, his furs had to grow back, so he's not as floofy as a normal German Shepherd yet. Maybe that's it. Because they've been he, treating him. But they were describing it. We'd come in and he'd shake his head to try to get his stuff out of his ear. I mean, the poor dog. Yeah, poor thing. And yeah. I was like, oh man, like I should go get ramen. Like I could totally take care of him. I've taken care of dogs with allergies like this. And then independently, GR Dad sends me an email. Hang on, I got it pulled up here. And it <laughs> says the story about ramen not the noodle, makes me want to donate to the FKSPCA. And I was like, dear dad, I almost went and got ramen. And he's like, that'd be okay. Would support. <laughs> yeah. We've had six dogs. It was, I mean, having Schmieg, it was six. It was fine. I know. It's just like, we'd have to, he'd have to really be tested with the girls. And like, I've never had a German shepherd, right? Like they have different temperaments than Goldens. Not to say yeah. that he's a bad dog, right? But it's like, I know how to right. deal with Goldens, and uh, I'm sure I could handle a German Shepherd, but it's just a different kind of thing. And so, yes. Yeah, we, and well, and it is a. I mean, the 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 reason I was thinking worth donating to because they have like it's a not. It's like sounds like the opposite of a kill shelter, right? They they have they don't have any time limit. They don't have any. They don't put any of the dogs down. They're fine. Yep, and they just have a they have a brand new building. Do you remember we drove past it like a week ago when we were out looking at the jail on Stock oh, Island? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was pretty uh, fancy. Yeah. yeah. It used to be like pretty run down, like what you'd expect from a really rural space, like a lot of outside pens and they had a lot of shade and stuff, but it was small. And now they have this like big, beautiful new building that just opened, I think, in January. And uh, we sent them a whole box of stuff. There was that box. Do you remember, dear dad? It was sitting in the house for like five months <laughs> yeah blankets and toys Towels and, stuff. and to toys like all this like extra stuff that i had think i had originally assembled to send to the montgomery county shelter when they were low on stuff up and then i never sent it and then when they opened the new shelter down here they're like hey we could use towels and blankets and stuff and i was like oh i have it all ready and i put it in a box and then it just took me like five months to make a label <laughs> for that box it didn't go bad no it was fine i did eventually send it so uh if we if we went in there, ramen for all we know could be laying on one of our blankets. That's and nice. And if that happened, I would be like, "It's a sign, he's our dog now, and <laughs> we don't need to do that." So uh, him him licking your hand might be enough of a oh sign. God. No, I I can't go in. I just am like, I need to save all the dogs. Can you imagine so. the nicknames? We'd call him Noodle. We'd call him <laughs> Spaghetti. We'd call him all sorts of pasta names. It would be oh, yeah. epic. All the different, like, ramen varieties. It's just epic. Yeah, yeah. It'd be shrimp yeah. or chicken or, yeah, it would be good. <laughs> it would be good. But anyway, but uh, he's, 
he's being taken care of, right? I mean, it's a if if it were a, yes. a, a matter of like in three days he's gonna be put down, you would have already been there. We'd go. Get we, him. We'd we'd already yeah. have ramen, yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we did not adopt ramen because that's how flighty our decision making process is here, or how emotional it is. It's not rational. It's like oh, we have to save him. Uh, it's been ra- it's him. no, it's rational because I don't have him. Which is the better choice because we already have five dogs, including several old and sick ones. So I we know. Don't don't need another one. But uh, he's real nice. So I know. It just seems like because we can, we should. <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, so that's all the updates. I think any final stuff you want to add? No, were there? I haven't been following the cock life that carefully. There, there, I think there's been some some like. People fighting in a bar or something. There, something yeah, like, I mean, all the standard it's stuff, like you're, nothing you're exciting. You kind of expect this stuff, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a German word of the week for us? Yeah. Um, Klimaanlageninstallateur. It's a big, long one. Air conditioning oh. installer. Say it again. Klimaanlageninstallateur. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. very proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> that's good usually there's a big long pause where you're like oh i didn't think yeah, i was thinking about it before and now that's I'm, good. I, like it. I was able to yes 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 nice do work. you have a cocktail that you've been drinking down there because i'm dry up here i'm drinking coconut mojitas like nobody's business oh. we got this amazing coconut rum from the key west for legal rum distillery which is like our favorite place and oh uh, inspired by mangrove mamas Yes, they make a coconut mojito there, and this coconut rum is so good. It's like if you've only ever had like cherry flavored bubble gum or cherry flavored snow cones, and then you eat an actual cherry, and you're like, oh, I get what those things were copying, but this is what it actually tastes like. That's the difference between regular coconut rum you get at the store and this coconut rum you go oh that stuff is all like a cheap imitation of this because this is what it's supposed to be like uh it's just wonderful which means it doesn't work in some cocktails because it's not quite as overpowering as the other stuff but it's perfect in a coconut mojito and uh yeah so i got some mint at the store and i've been drinking those the other fun thing about this coconut rum is that uh, when it's exposed to light, there's some enzyme in the coconut because this is actual coconut in it uh, that makes it turn pink. And so Geodad was very excited by this. They're like, yeah, we take like the bottles that are kind of on the back of the shelf, which is near a window. Once they really start to go pink, like we pull them and then we use those for like breast cancer fundraising. Basically, we sell these pink bottles of gin. It's the same stuff. The color just comes from some weird enzyme that doesn't affect the taste. So we bought a couple bottles and we've had one out on the back porch that gets like full sun all afternoon, like blazing sun on it. Jared, it is so pink right now. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to bring it home and show you how pink it is. The science of that is just amazing to me. It's clear. It looks like vodka when you buy it. Yeah. And then... And it stays clear, just pink tinted clear. Yeah, but much more pink. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Which is very cool. So I'm drinking a different bottle that is not very pink. But (laughs) the one is, it's sealed up and it's out there. And I was going to go into Key West today, but I was running until pretty late. So maybe tomorrow I'm going to go in and get a few more and and put them out there so we kind of get have... a few more <laughs> well because like i'm drinking the bottle that we have here so sure. that's we'll need another one here 
and then I want to bring the pink one home and maybe have one to drink at home and one to like see how pink we can get it in the backyard at home in Maryland. <laughs> so uh, I go in there and I'm like, I would like one of everything, please. <laughs> I know they do. They're starting to know you. They're really good. Yeah. They're oh, really good. professor. We'll give you uh, the usual. Yeah. Yep. So they do. Uh, they do probably set some chocolates aside for you. I, you know, I've been really good. We bought four boxes of those little chocolates with the rum on the inside last time. I haven't even finished the first box. Or maybe I finished the first box the first day, but the second box has lasted like all the other days. <laughs> they are really good. So, and you, you you don't really want a second one right away when you have one because they're no. so like filling and crunchy. and there's, they're, you know. there's a lot going on with them. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Have I mentioned Excellent. you can order them on their website? You can. It's expensive, I think, because they've got to ship them like all packed and stuff. But Whoa. if you Google QS First Legal Rum Distillery, get the raw and unfiltered rum chocolates. I'm also wow. going to bring a bunch of those home. Nice. So good give, Good to know for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Give some to our friend Judith and Evelyn. They, they bring me presents like every time they go somewhere. And I never do much of that because I'm just not like that's not a thing I do. But I like to bring them stuff from here, so I'm going to bring them some of those. Yeah, and they they don't mind alcohol in candy yes. and, o- and otherwise. Yes, that's right. So that's right. Uh, so yeah, coconut mojitos. I haven't had one yet because I've been working, but it's about time. So when I'm editing the podcast, that's what I'm going to be drinking. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. Oh no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 o'clock it's here way, it's way past five it's o'clock past it's past cocktail time if i had been doing missed, it right i'd be on like the third one by now you've missed the window you've missed oh, the window yeah man. yeah i was even the making them with key limes the window is wide open in key west <laughs> the window does not close no you can never drink literally any time in key west yeah you you so. almost kind of have to yeah yeah uh so yeah all right well everyone until next week don't bite anyone unless they ask you to <laughs> and, and don't and then just don't bite too hard be nice yeah, good advice be nice uh, all right talk to you next week bye bye <laughs>